you are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and I am Jeff Garcia. Uh, well, you know, we're pretty sure you heard by now uh, a certain uh, greatest coach in the NBA right now, one Greg Popovich, is reportedly set to ink a three-year deal with the Spurs. So what does that mean moving forward for the franchise? And also on the show, season's over, the offseason is still in its infancy, but it's time to look back once again and great the San Antonio Spurs season. Was it a success? Was it a failure? Was it eh, somewhere in the middle? To do that and more, I am joined by Spurs Zone's own Tyler Clerkin. Tyler, welcome back to Locked On Spurs, and you just got to be excited. Now, Pop is back, at least reportedly, for a three-year uh, new deal. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hear about the deal, actually, until we talked about doing the show. I've been at work all day, so whenever you said his new deal, I immediately went to your Twitter, found the report, and saw it, and I yeah. honestly, I was stoked. Because at the same time, I was hearing those rumors about, uh, who was that, Bill Self was rumored to be maybe the new coach or something. And that made me kind of scared. I didn't think he was going to get the job. But just the fact that they were spreading these rumors that coach might be leaving, I was getting a little frantic. So to hear he's coming back, yeah, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, look, uh, during the uh, media session or the final one for the season, he all but said he'll be back. Uh, He joked that he's going to sign with two other fake teams. But uh, it was pretty much written uh, on the wall, you know, the writing was on the wall, and that he will be back. And as of right now, at least according to ESPN, uh, he will ink a three-year deal. Now, the first thing I got to ask you, though, is he's 70 years old. Are you worried about age? Uh, He'll be 73 by the time that deal expires. Maybe a little bit. Maybe because his blood pressure has got to be through the roof, you know. I mean... He's out here screaming at these guys. He's been screaming at these guys with good reason. You know, it's all for the good of the team. But at the same time, you know, I don't think his age might be a problem. But, I mean, it's no secret as as you get older, your health decreases. So, yeah, I just hope he maybe takes it easy. But at the same time, he's still able to bring the fire that he usually has. Yeah, uh, you know, a part of me is a little surprised. It's a little long on the three-year side. I thought maybe he'd be one, two at most. Um you know, you figure, like, his personal life, we know what happened. Uh, you know, he suffered a major loss. His wife passed on. And, of course, the, the you know, the era of the Big Three is all but dead now. And uh, we saw how last season ended uh, horrifically. Would nobody be able to figure out that you got to foul somebody to extend <laughs> the game? Um, so you're talking about blood pressure, you know. I'm yeah. sure that just decreases <laughs> lifespan right there. Yeah, that didn't but, help. Yeah, exactly. That didn't help. But are you a little shocked that it's three years, or is that pretty much what you think is about right? No, I am completely shocked that it's three years because a lot of people, a lot of speculation that this could have been his last. So to hear that he's just, like you said, jumping right into a three-year deal, yeah. is just, that's a little excessive in my eyes. And I hope that he's put a lot of thought into it. And like you said, I feel like the loss of his wife maybe played a part in it because basketball is his whole life, and now, Mm-hmm. that she's gone maybe it's just a way for him to cope and keep his mind off of things but i mean mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like three years that could be a little long but i think he he's probably thought it well thought it through pretty well yeah look i mean he can coach as long as he wants uh, i believe the report also said that uh, the franchise organization is going to let him take it in a year-by-year basis you know for example if he thinks one more year is over you know he can just kill that contract and move on 
so that's good so he has some flexibility uh with his new deal that he will eventually sign crossing fingers uh, down the road but it looks like more likely than not he will uh, tyler are you also worried about this that he's gonna be double duty right now with spurs and team usa do you think that's going to be taxing on him honestly no i feel like team usa the team is just so stacked with great players that he doesn't necessarily have to commit a ton of time and knowledge, I guess, because, this, like I said, every player is already so skilled that they just kind of need a way, somebody to come in and set a plan. But if you can come in here and say, hey, this is how we're going to do it, and this is what like this is what we're going to do, I feel like all of those players are able to say, okay, let's do it, you know, and moving forward. And plus, he's so well-respected. I feel like he's just really, I don't think that'll be that taxing on him. So, no, I'm not really worried about that. Yeah, look, um, he did admit that this past season was one of his most favorite seasons. Why? Because he's seen the growth of the young players. And next season will likely be the same. Uh, again, in that final media session, he did say that um, the team as it stands right now will likely look very similar next season. But they will be bringing in younger players. New additions, if I want to use that loosely, would likely be Lonnie Walker and Chemezi Metu. You know, they'll probably get a little bit of spike in minutes. I say additions because, you know, they didn't really get that much time on the floor. Obviously, DeJounte will be back. Uh, who knows what they're going to do with their two dra- first-round draft picks. They got a 19 and a 29 pick. So this team was is actually going to get a little younger, uh, Tyler. Uh, so if he liked seeing the development of the young guys next season, uh, last season, next season he's definitely going to enjoy it if he wants to see the development of young players, Tyler. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's always fun to watch a young player develop into not necessarily a great player, but somebody that can compete in the NBA. And I feel like if he had fun last year, it's just going to continue every year, it seems like. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. their draft draft picks have seemed to work out pretty well in the past, obviously. But with how Derek White Mm -hmm. played this year, I mean, he took that next step. And Lonnie Walker kind of taking the same path that Derek White did. Maybe he can come out there and have a huge year and develop into a great player. And then, like you said, DeJounte and DeMar DeRozan. I mean, he's obviously a veteran, but he's still pretty young. You know, I mean, it's just hard to Everybody on the team has room for improvement, and they could all take it to another level. So it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, so it looks like uh, Coach Pop will still be patrolling the sidelines next season uh, once they make it official. But as of now, it's more than likely he will. So kudos to Pop, the organization. It provides stability on that uh, sideline. It provides a little bit more growth under his watch for the young players. And again, you know, I think he would like to leave the Spurs uh, a nice foundation before he does officially retire. Uh, uh, Tyler, one more point, though. Do you think this is his final contract, though? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see him coming back after three years. What would you say? He'll be 73. He, he can't coach forever, and I mean, at the same time, he has to enjoy retirement sometimes. So, no, I would highly bet on this being his last contract. All right, so there you go, Spurs fans. Um, you got three more years at <laughs> maximum to enjoy Coach Pop and all his grumpiness and sarcasticness and um, obviously greatness that he's been providing to San Antonio for, I think, 22, 23 years. So kudos to him. Okay, so uh, we're going to take our first break. We get back, and we're going to be talking about the Spurs uh, season and give grades and who do we think it was, an F, an A, something in the middle. So hang on tight. But before we do take our break, 
Uh, hiring is a challenge, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. Now, ZipRecruiter sends your jobs to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter stands thousands of resumes to find the right experience and invite that person to apply to your job. So as ap applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. Now, ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. All right, right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are back, and I'm joined by Spurs Zone's own Tyler Clerkin, uh, who's uh, on this episode to now talk about the past San Antonio Spurs season. Look, uh, Tyler, it came a little short, I guess. Um, did it end well? We talked about the timeout fiasco, and you know they didn't reach 50 wins, but they still made the postseason. They were the seventh seed. They took the number two seed Denver Nuggets to a seven games, and of course the regular season. Their low points was obviously the rodeo road trip and the road um, woes. And their high points was that exciting double overtime OKC win and DeMar DeRozan coming out like gangbusters to start his new uh, Spurs season. But Tyler, when you look back, what grade would you give him? I mean, I would give them just a solid B because... Mm -hmm. We traded and got DeMar I had high expectations, you know, and I'm not saying DeMar DeRozan was underwhelming but anyway, but it's obviously, it's a whole new team for him, you know, a whole new system, everything's new, so it's going to take some time. So I did have high hopes. I didn't have high standards. I had high hopes for the team, and I feel like my hopes were satisfied. You know, I feel like they did well. We saw a lot of downs. We saw some ups, you know. I mean, at one point they were the hottest team in the NBA, leading almost in every static in every category. So, I feel like there was a lot of signs of success and greatness to come. So, for me, that was a huge reason as to why I would give them a B. Because I mean, a B in my eyes is just the most common, you know. It's a good grade, you know. You don't you don't hate it, you don't love it. Them going to Game Seven, I would love to see him win, and I thought they win they had a really good chance of going to the Western Conference Finals. And mm -hmm. I feel like if they would have been able to do that, I would have bumped them up to maybe an A-. minus. But, you know, for what, what it's worth, I think a, a B is a very fair grade for them. Well, I'm going to go a uh, grade below, and I'm going to give them a C. Oh. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I think this team um, pretty much shot themselves in the foot more often than not in the, in the regular season and in the postseason especially. Um, I don't want to be a, uh, raining on somebody's parade. Now, I'll talk about some positives, though, but let me get the negatives out of the way. I, I just think the rodeo road trip was horrific, 1-7. I mean, they had no business going and, and into that game, into that uh, extended uh, road trip and coming out the way they did. Um, of course, you got losses to the Bulls. I don't remember that game in San Antonio where they blew a 21-point lead. 
um, in the fourth quarter to the Chicago Bulls. And remember, there was a period of time, uh, Tyler, uh, I think it was three games at most where they were getting thumped by 30 points or more, uh, and they were just getting slaughtered. Um, but then I look at the other side, I go, well, they still overachieved. You know, you had Kawhi Leonard hold him up at gunpoint to get him out of San Antonio. You lose Monte Ginobili retirement, Tony Parker free agency, Danny Green trade, Kawhi Leonard trade, Kyle Anderson free agency. You lose DeJounte Murray to an injury. Derek White gets hurt to start the season. Lonnie Walker gets hurt to start the season. Um, you got the failed disaster with Pal Gasol. You, you know, uh, all in all, you, you know, you kind of almost want to give them a pass for all they had to endure. And then you let a second-year pro, Derek White, uh, who arguably this is his rookie season, lead the team. Um, as much as there are excuses for why maybe they came up short, but I think they could have been a lot better if they just played a complete games, uh, blowing leads, just didn't sit well with me. So I'm going to give them a C. Your thoughts, Tyler? You know, listening to your reasons, obviously I can understand. But I'll counter your Derek White statement saying that it's not pathetic, but just kind of surprising that a second-year sophomore slash basically rookie, like you said, was able to lead the team because I think that's a huge positive that they have such a young player that is capable of producing offensively and defensively and leading the team because if they didn't have him, yeah, then it would be really bad. But it's great to see him be able to develop and play alongside all stars like DeMar and LaMarcus Aldridge. And then once uh, DeJounte comes back, you know, I feel like that was a huge positive and it doesn't necessarily – his stock goes up, but at the same time it makes the Spurs look better, you know. And so if the team's playing well in my eyes, then that's a positive, you know, regardless of who's leading the yeah. team. Yeah, and then, of course, I look at how they performed in the postseason and – uh, you know, game two, I just can't get rid of game two versus Denver out of my head. You know, they, they could have gone to San Antonio up 2-0. We could be talking about Spurs Blazers right now, Tyler. Uh, Is that the game that they blew the – yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, two 19-point leads. Yeah. Two of them. Tyler. Yeah, that's not, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, they laid an egg in game five, and they get thumped in, you know, the final game, so – uh, obviously, I know. I just think there's there's a lot of room for improvement. I, I think next season you'll see definitely growth with White and Fours and Murray. You, you know, he's itching to come back. And the only question with him is, will he be the same player, considering the injury he suffered? But all in all, I think the future is bright. I think there's still going to be some ups and downs next season. But as far as this past season, solid C in my opinion. All right, so Tyler and I are going to take our final break. When we get back. We're going to put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. But before we do that, you need to download the Himalaya podcast app. Why? Well, one, is the best app, podcast app out there. And two, because it actually curates a personalized, stylized podcast playlist for you. And you can subscribe to Locked On Spurs by using the Himalaya Podcast app. Simply by going to your favorite app store, downloading the Himalaya app, put it on your favorite device, and voila, you can subscribe to all your favorite podcasts, including this one, Locked On Spurs. We are back, and I'm joined by Tyler Clerkin, News for San Antonio's uh, writer over at the Spurs Zone. Uh, Tyler. Before we put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, uh, by the time they're listening to this uh, show, you had an interesting article uh, regarding the Spurs and the TV ratings. 
I was actually a little surprised, uh, Tyler, in your write-up that the Spurs-Denver Game 7 was actually one of the most watched games uh, for that time period. Uh, were you a little surprised? Yeah, I mean, whenever you sent me the link originally, I read it, yeah. and then I read it again, and I was just like, really? I mean, was it the fact that it was the Game 7? <laughs> because at the same time, that game started at is either 10 or 10.30 Eastern, which is where I'm at, so... I was struggling to stay awake, yeah. and then to see that, what was it, like over 3 million people tuned in to watch, and of course it had to have been the game that Spurs started off like 6 of 33 from the yeah. field, but I mean, regardless, it's still great to see that Spurs basketball is bringing in some eyes, you know, and a lot of people were saying that this series was probably going to be the most boring series of the entire playoffs because right. both teams kind of aren't those offensive powerhouses that everyone else is, but mm-hmm. the fact, I mean, that we had so many people watching, that's great, great for the Spurs and maybe it'll influence some uh, scheduling next year and we'll get some more Spurs games on TV. There you go to read more about what Tyler had to say about the Spurs and how everybody tuned in to that game seven. Uh, go to the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio, fox29sanantonio.com. Tyler's uh, uh, articles there, you can read them all. Um, you know, he had a good one recently. I think uh, you posted about uh, what Kmart, Kevin, Kenya Martin, uh, still just mind-boggled about Tim Duncan's performance in the finals versus the Nets. It's there on the Spurs zone. Go read Tyler's work. Um, for me, before we turn over the mic to Tyler, you can follow me on Twitter at Zone. Email me at jeffg74 at gmail.com. Tyler, tell everybody how they can interact with you. Also. You can follow me on Twitter at TylerClerkin underscore five. I retweet all of Jeff's tweets about my articles and a lot of his articles too, and I like to tweet out my own articles, so if you're interested in some... Uh, quality spurs information and news be sure to give me a follow on twitter and you can catch up with all those there you go you have tyler and i and the rest of the crew we bring it to you every day over at the spurs zone so for tyler clerk and i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lot on this episode